Welcome to Grown Ups Are Lucky, a semi-regular audio prose miniature. Like a sentence you start, presuming you know how it will end. And then you realize you don't know how it will end, which is nerve-wracking because they are all staring at you. And by they, I mean the other chimpanzees in the research unit who are thinking, who the fuck does she think she is starting a human sentence? Like those mean pink hairless monkeys who have caged us? What is she going to do next? Put on a lab coat and start brutalizing her own kind in the name of science? Which is a word you couldn't say just a week ago. And now you're on the cusp of giving a PowerPoint presentation when all you really want is a tree and light filtered by foliage and to once again hold and care for your infant. It was taken away from you by these tall, bald, pink monkeys with the cages and the language and the corn syrup breath. But then, before you know it, the lights go out. Your brain barely has the strength for its final thought, which is, why are my friends attacking me? This week's episode is titled, Pretend. We pretend, knowing we are pretending, that death waits for an invitation. I said this to Diana because I wanted her to take her clothes off. In the past, I've had success saying things that sound profound but are merely obvious observations about mortality. It was my hope that her response would be to use our bodies as if they were, you know, bodies. Like teenagers use theirs, because they know death. They call it boredom. Diana said she agreed with me about that one thing. You only get one death, she said. You only get one erection, I said, despite the factual inaccuracies. I mean, you usually get more, but like death, you shouldn't taunt them. There is a reason that conglomerates don't sell erection insurance. She agreed. I waited for her to warm my earlobe, as she sometimes did, a gesture of intimacy that still held charge. She put on her shoes and began making lists. I retained a pose, available and warm. I need a lawyer, she said, to prepare for death. She was on the phone. I was on the bed, thinking about the crude force of poetry, about planes taking off that are trying to land. I did provoke action, but all of it clothed, all of it free of heat and fluid. Don't worry, she said. You're in the will. Then she asked me to make coffee, which I did, because there is always later, this evening, or the next, or in our graves. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. We've been distracted by life, especially lately, but if we are to be honest, for most of our lives, we've been so focused on the meaning of life, we've barely taken the time to live it. Here are some things that are life. Air in your lungs. Your heart acting like a metronome. The sound of your feet walking over the earth. The sound of plants making leaves. The smell of dirt under your fingernails. The warmth of another person. Your face telling that other person you love them without using language. That's just about it. Everything else is television and bank statements. And fear. The majority of non-life noise crowding out your life is fear. Fear is not life. Fear is the feeling you have when you are not occupying your own life. It should be noted that while we share these revelations with you, we are neither scientists nor philosophers and that the podcast does not recommend shedding all the trappings of consumer culture and living naked in an abandoned automobile. Or maybe that's just fear talking. We aren't saying don't do it, just that we aren't responsible for those sorts of decisions, especially if you or your loved ones are feeling litigious. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Goodbye. For, for more information on the author, please, please visit his, his website, website at thejasonporter.com. Goodbye.
Reproduction of all stories is strictly prohibited without express permission from the author.